podcast. I just got back in London like yesterday. I was in Italy for the past few days just doing a lot of wedding planning. In case you didn't know, I got married in August, just had our courthouse wedding and next May is our like big wedding with like our family and all of our friends. It's going to be in Rome in Italy, which is such a surreal thing to say and I'm just so, so excited. So we had to go there. It was the second time we went after we decided we we're doing our wedding in Italy and we just had to pick a lot of things and choose some stuff, make decisions, also meet with our wedding planner who is located in Italy and just do adult things. It wasn't really fun, glamorous or anything like that. It was a lot of work being done. It wasn't like a fun trip. It was more like let's get stuff done trip. Because time is flying by and May is going to be here so soon and there's so, so much to do still. It's crazy. Like I really do not understand how wedding planners can be calm and not <laughs> anxious or nervous when they're planning like 20 weddings in season. It's just so nuts to me. I'm only planning my own and I'm still so nervous and there's so much to do. I can't even imagine having to do someone else's. Also, kudos to people who like have like three different weddings in their lifetime. Congrats to you. I mean, that is that is amazing. It is a lot and this might be a little bit of a controversial opinion, but when I'm planning my wedding, it's all about my guests and I want my guests to have fun. Like a little bit more than I want to have fun because if they're traveling all the way, you know, from the States, from Europe, from London, for my wedding, I want them to have an amazing time. Like I don't mind taking a step back and just like making sure that they are having the best time ever. Maybe I shouldn't think like that, but I'm so grateful that they get to travel for me. So I just want them to have the best experience ever. But I'm also definitely not a planner. Like my husband plans everything, all our trips. He's an airport dad. Whenever we go to the airport, I am following him. I don't need to look at what the gate is. I don't need to look at anything. Find yourself an airport dad, husband, or boyfriend. He plans the trips and everything that needs to be done. So now that it's like my turn to do a lot of this stuff, I am a little bit, a little bit overwhelmed, but I know it's part of the process. I'm definitely not the first or the last bride to go through this exact same thing. It's all about multitasking and kind of making a list, choosing my priorities, what I need to get done, like ASAP, and just focusing on that. And I feel like if Paris Hilton can plan a whole wedding in like three months, then I can definitely do it. And I have a lot of the stuff already decided. So also if you're like a bride, and you need some inspo, definitely watch Paris in Love. It's a reality show about Paris Hilton and how she planned her wedding in like three months and all her dress fittings and how she planned everything. It is actually really good. Even if you're not getting married, I would suggest you watch it because it kind of shows you a different side of Paris that I love seeing. One that she's like a little more serious, you know, talks with a real voice and I think she's awesome. So you should definitely watch that if you haven't. But yep, my trip in Rome was a successful one. I decided on a lot of things. I mean, I just have to keep going and maybe dedicate a few hours a week where I do some wedding planning. I just arrange everything so everything goes smoothly. My goal, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to do this, is to have everything planned for my wedding before the year ends. Like the big things, not the really small things, but I want the big things fully planned by the end of this year. That is my goal. Might not achieve it, but I gotta aim high because I want next year to really enjoy the process and not have to stress over anything and just really be laid back and not do a lot. Maybe Maybe then I can start focusing on like a pampering routine for the wedding rather than stress for like the big details or small details. I don't think I'm going to be a bridezilla. Like I'm very laid back and I'm very chill. Happy to like let him make some decisions that he feels passionate about. I just want to enjoy the day. I was talking with my friend Lisa and she actually said something that really helped me. She just had her wedding in the south of France. It was absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. She told me that people don't really realize when something goes wrong in your wedding. Like unless it's something big, like people don't clock that. So even if something doesn't go the way it's supposed to, 
nobody's gonna be like oh my god like this wedding was a disaster people are there to have fun people are there to enjoy their time and i just want to give them the best experience i can even though i was never the girl when i was younger i imagined like a fairy tale wedding or i had like you know i knew what dress i was gonna wear i was never that girl i just never thought of my wedding at all in any sort of capacity growing up which is a little bit weird because i am a very girly girl but because i'm like extremely introverted and i've never thrown a party for even when i was in like middle school like i think i threw a party like once with my sister and it was a disaster and i ended up crying the whole time but i'm just not a big party thrower like i'll go to your party happily sign me up i'll go to your wedding i just don't like me being the person behind everything me planning everything i feel like the pressure is a lot but i'm very excited to take on the challenge and see what happens just have an amazing time and i know everything will fall into place if you focus on coming from a place of love then i know the outcome is going to be good also i definitely feel like it's important to not compare especially with other people's weddings just because they have something that you necessarily can't afford doesn't mean your wedding is not going to be as good or as fun and i always find myself having the most fun at weddings where it's just a bunch of cool people dancing and having fun and it doesn't matter where you are or what the venue looks like it's just about the crowd anyways i feel like i'm rambling too much but if you are more interested in this i can do a separate episode on just like wedding planning and everything maybe i'll do that after the wedding so i have like a clear picture and i can give you guys really good tips but i just go back in london and when i tell you my to-do list is just never ending it's just a lot of deadlines that i need to submit a lot of videos i have to respond to like 20 different emails and film and it's really hard to film in london when it's not sunny so there's certain times that i really need to hit and start filming which i end up being a little bit overwhelmed by if you see my house right now it is a mess right after this i have set a time where i'm gonna clean my entire house and make it really nice and tidy before i can start enjoying my weekend it's currently a saturday i've been working until now it is now 4 p.m this is like my last bit of work for the day other than emails and i have to film one more video right now i'm just winding down it's 4 30 and literally the sun has set it is so incredibly sad who chose daylight savings and how much daylight are they really trying to save i just need to have a little discussion with that person in the winter time i think around december the sun sets at like 3 30 p.m in london which is just sad around that time of the year i really find myself being stuck in a rut or just feeling the seasonal depression and like full effect it's just something that i've always noticed in myself and i do think there's something to do with the weather it's something to do with obviously vitamin d is so important for us and sunshine and walking outside and for most people during the winter we don't do that as much it kind of like brings us down i tend to feel more stagnant i tend to feel like you know every day is kind of the same so today we're going to talk about how to get out of a rut i'm also telling this to myself because i do find myself being stuck sometimes so this is both going to be me sharing my tips and also reminding myself everything that needs to get done so i can get back on track because i am not letting seasonal depression or a little rut ruin this winter time for me because even when sometimes we don't realize it we don't see it when it's cold and dark there is beauty during this time of the year it is a beautiful time especially if you're somewhere where they decorate for christmas and it just gets so festive so it's all about making the most out of this time and the number one step is recognize that you're stuck recognize that you're in a rut for me the main indicator is that i'm not excited for the day if i wake up and i'm feeling down and i'm like not that excited to get my day started that's how i know that something's wrong if i'm keep snoozing my alarm every single morning and i that's when i know that i need to take some action also i find myself being tired really really early and i find that i don't have that much energy even when i'm working out like right in the morning after my coffee i, I just feel fatigued example was today i 
told myself I was going to do 30 minutes of Pilates and 30 minutes of yoga and I was so tired. I'm usually so high energy in the morning and today I was just so freaking tired. Even though I slept quite a lot last night, I had like no excuse. But it's just that feeling of fatigue, that feeling where you're not getting ahead. It could also be in your financial situation or your job. You just feel like whatever you're doing, you're just not getting ahead in life right now. And you don't feel excited or inspired. You feel unmotivated. You just have that kind of like meh feeling about life. You just feel like life's boring a little bit. But I just want you to know that it is going to be okay. It is very common. And trust me, it is not going to last forever. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you all my tips that I literally tell my younger sister and myself that make me feel better immediately. And once you recognize you're in a rut, I don't want you to judge yourself. We are so compassionate with every single person in our life except ourselves. We are so easy and soft and gentle to our partner, to our girlfriends and friends and moms. But when it comes to us, we are so hard on ourselves. We blame ourselves. We critique ourselves. We're so harsh. speak badly about ourselves. But this is the time to truly be gentle to yourself and understand yourself. There's a reason why you're in a rut. And I really want you to go deeper with this. The first step is taking your journal. I know, I know it's always a journal, but trust me, this is the first step. There's a lot of steps that don't include a journal, but you have to go deeper and ask yourself questions that can actually help you and understand why you're in a rut. I want you to write a list of every single thing in your life right now that makes you unhappy or stressed. And right next to that list, I want you to write every single thing that brings you so much joy, happiness, and peaceful calmness in your life right now. Also do the same thing with your relationships. Write down your relationships at the moment with your friends, with your partner, with your mom. Are they good for you? Are they fulfilling you right now? Or are those relationships draining you emotionally? You just need to get to the bottom of this. Realize what is bringing you down. What is keeping you back in life? If you feel like you can't find a specific thing that makes you upset or the reason why you're in a rut, you could be just like fully stressed. I feel like is my case. Like I'm just stressed about everything that needs to get done and I'll speak a little more about this next week about what's going on in my life right now. But just a lot of things need to get done. The number one thing that helps me is time blocking. Time blocking is a technique used by literally the most successful people in the world and it's dedicating specific blocks of time to important work and you can focus on getting things done instead of losing time and energy trying to multitask and procrastinate. You give specific time blocks for things that need to get done. I told myself from four to five I need to record my podcast and nothing is more important than that and I'm not going to change my plan. I time blocked it so it's happening and that's how I get stuff done. Whenever I'm in a rut, I need to do this or else it's just not going to get done. If I just write a list of everything that I need to do without giving specific times to each and everything, it's just not going to happen. I'll end up scrolling for too long or something else will grab my attention and I'll just focus on that instead. But if you write down your goals, you will get them done. They need to be a little bit realistic, you know, small steps. And the smaller goals you put on that list, the better you're going to feel when you cross them out. Like you can literally put make my bed. I always shower after my workout, obviously. So I always write down workout, then shower, and I can cross both off. And it just makes me feel good. Even if it's a small thing and you cross that out, you're instantly going to feel better because you cross something out of your list. If you continue adding the most unattainable things on your list, it's going to be so extremely hard for you to feel good about yourself. It's going to be hard to get out of that rut because it will just be impossible for you to cross those things off your list. Of course, that doesn't mean that the big life goals are not important because trust me, they are. They're so incredibly important and they make you feel good and they motivate you. It's amazing to have them, but when you're not feeling like yourself and you feel like you just need to start somewhere, start small. The smaller the task and the easier it's going to be, the faster you're going to get it done and the better you're going to feel. I had this sign in my bedroom growing up. It was like framed and it said, the secret 
to getting ahead is getting started and since then it's been kind of like my mantra in life whenever i would find myself procrastinating i would always look at that sign and just remind myself that the secret to getting ahead is getting started just do it if you're procrastinating with cleaning your house just tell yourself i'm just gonna do the dishes i'm just gonna put the dishes in the dishwasher that's all i'm gonna do and once you start the next one's gonna happen after the next and then the next and then the next it's all about getting the momentum and once you start it will be so much easier for you to finish you'll start picking up a sock that you'll find on the floor and you'll put that in the laundry basket and then the laundry basket's going to be full so you're just going to start doing the laundry one action is going to start following the next and i want you to know that done is better than perfect i'm a perfectionist sometimes i will overthink things and i won't get stuff done just because i want them to be perfect but if you're too obsessed with something being perfect it's just never going to be finished it's never going to be good enough for you and you work and work and work on something and it's just doesn't feel like it's adequate enough but this is your sign your spiritual sign that done is always better than perfect if you told yourself you're going to work out and you feel crappy like i did today i didn't feel like working out but i told myself i'm just going to do 20 minutes of yoga it's just stretching and if i don't feel good after that then i can just stop and to be fair i just had like a, a 45 minute stretch it wasn't the best workout i've ever done in my life absolutely not i barely sweat i just got it done and i feel good about myself because i just did it and another big part of getting out of a rut is just start doing something start exercising a little bit you're going to immediately feel better even if it's just a walk in the park my favorite way to just move my body a little bit get some movement going is to play a really really happy song while i'm alone in my living room and just dance it out in front of a mirror have a full-blown dance show by myself it really gets my body moving it makes me feel so happy physical movement is important and it changes your mood it changes your state you won't be able to get out of a rut unless you start moving somehow some way for some people it's running i was never a runner i can't run to save my life the only reason i'll ever run is if i'm being chased but if running makes you feel good because i know my friends that run they always tell me i just feel incredibly amazing afterwards if it makes you feel good run one thing i really want to get into is trampoline i've heard it's incredible and it makes you happy i really want to buy one let me know if that works all i'm saying is get some movement going you're going to feel immediately better trust me you can feel better if you're stuck in a place if you're just sitting in bed all day it's just not going to work it's all about action it's all about doing things i'm all about journaling and manifestation and this and that but nothing will work unless you get up and do the work and move your body journaling can only take you that far it's up to you to do the work you need to get up but also look after yourself i always say this to my husband i'm like look good smell good equals feel good so maybe take that day and really do some self-care treat yourself pamper yourself do a little meditation that always helps me and that's actually what i'm going to do tomorrow i'm going to do like a 40 minute meditation to start my sunday don't feel guilty not seeing your friends for a weekend or two this is your time to truly focus on yourself and if you're not feeling well that is number one you need to feel well so you can be an amazing friend an amazing partner an amazing daughter an amazing mother so take a weekend and truly do some self-care even if that looks like getting 18 hours of sleep sleep is so important our mood is depending on it you're obviously going to be a little bit moody if you're not sleeping enough so take a weekend off and just sleep sleep the entire time and remove every single distraction maybe delete the social media apps on your phone that keep checking every day they're always going to be there for you you can always log back in just delete them from your phone if for example you keep comparing your productivity with what other people are doing and other influencers and stuff you're just going to let yourself down and you need to remove yourself from that situation if you're using social media negatively you need to step away just for a few days just to 
reset. I like to look at social media and some of my favorite people that I follow as motivation. If I see they're having an incredible day and they're getting stuff done, I'm like, you know what? If they can do it, then so can I. So if you can use it as motivation, as something to fuel you and make you feel good, then I'm all for it. But social media is an outlet for you to just feel worse about yourself and fall into a deeper rut. Don't be afraid to step away for a little bit. No one is going anywhere and you're not going to miss on anything. Truly nothing. Nothing important. So if you keep checking your phone and it's hard for you to just not be on it, go for a walk. Go for a walk and listen to an inspiring either like meditation or a podcast or a talk, something that makes you feel good. A playlist. Try not check your phone. Try not be on your phone too much. There's been so many studies that show how nature walks really affect your mental health and they lower stress, they increase mental well-being. And when you feel that like small burst of inspiration, just hold on to that. If you feel a motivation that just struck out of nowhere, really try and hold on to that and try and do something drastic. Get up and just take action. And once you do something, I do find that it really is important when you reward yourself, you acknowledge that, hey, I did that. I did that while I was feeling shitty and I got it done. I'm going to reward myself with like my favorite coffee. Those little things, those like little purchases when you get something done, those are very beneficial and they just keep me going. Especially when, you know, it's the winter months and I'm feeling a little more low and down compared to usual. Reading myself to my favorite coffee, buying my favorite cookies, just it's those little things that make me feel instantly better. They're not $10 wasted ever. It's a medicinal purchase. Thank you. Of course, sometimes it's not just a rut. Sometimes it's way deeper than that. If you're not feeling well, if you're feeling very low and that keeps going, I think it's very important to realize when it's not just a rut and you just need to get support, you need to get help. Therapy has helped me tremendously in every single area in my life. And if you think you're better than therapy, trust me, try it out and you'll see you're not. It is an incredible tool. You just learn so much about yourself. You learn so much about how you deal with situations, how you can deal with situations better in the future, why you are the way you are. Just an amazing, amazing experience. And I know it's very pricey. So if it's something you can afford, I truly believe it is a luxury. I would choose that over a designer bag any day. But if you do have access to therapy, try it out. It's just judgment-free support. I feel like when we tell our friends our issues or stuff we're going through, even our family, especially like, you know, an opinionated mom, they always think they know better. Most of the time, their advice is biased. They're low-key judging you, but I find with therapy, they don't. And you can express yourself. You can tell them stuff that you probably haven't told anyone, which I find very therapeutic. And as cheesy as it sounds, something that always grounds me is truly appreciating that now, realizing where I am in my life right now, how I have things that I once wished I had, all the blessings in my life, just like truly appreciating and trying to live in the now, trying not to see like a week ahead or a few days ahead, just trying to do the best I can do at this moment. Because whenever I'm stressed, it's usually because I'm like, how am I going to get this done next week? How am I going to get all of this completed by my deadlines? Coming back to now and realizing that the current moment is all I have nothing else is promised in this life that really grounds me and helps me stay focused, helps me stay present. Most things, most things are figure outable. These are just some of the techniques, some tips that I tend to go to and that help me a lot when I feel like I'm stuck in a rut and I feel very unmotivated and don't know how to get out of it. I hope my tips were helpful. I hope they can help you next time you feel like you're stuck in your life. And this is advice that I'm taking right now. I tend to feel like that when I come back from a trip. 
remind myself all of the tools that I have because my plan for the rest of the day is just to get some order in my life, tidy up my house. I'm going to actually listen to a really good podcast. I don't know what it is yet. I'm just going to look through my list, just get going because it is time blocked. I told myself I'm going to do it now. So it's like my one hour to do it. After that, I think I'm going to cook something really delicious and just have a very, very chill night at home. Maybe watch a movie and listen to my body, not do anything crazy, sleep early, get all the sleep I need need. Wake up early tomorrow and just tackle Sunday. I hope you're having an incredible day whenever or wherever you're listening this to and I can't wait to speak to you guys again next week. I love you.